Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the offseason for the NFC East, a division that includes the team that represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, this is Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe. We go live basically every single day, bringing you guys the most up-to-date content. Um, we're also on a, a bunch of different streaming platforms. I uh, will share the link to that as well. Um, so you guys can go ahead and check out that link uh, and go ahead and check us out over there. Uh, I'm David Huffman right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. And TJ, welcome back into the show. Um, NFC East, man, just an uh, overview before we get into some of the individual conversation stuff. Just an overview? Um, I think it was definitely one of the surprise divisions um i think at the start it was everybody thought it was going to be a two-team a two-team race between the eagles and the cowboys no one thought that the giants would have the season that they had no one thought that um washington would be as competitive as they were in certain games the way that they were um Washington has now entered the territory of you're a quarterback away. When we're yeah. strictly keeping it to football stuff with yeah, Washington. Yeah, 100%. 100% especially <laughs> in this one. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree with you. This is a team that was a division that was awfully surprising, uh, especially the turnaround from the New York Giants in one season. Uh, let's talk about those commanders that we kind of just referenced there. Um, obviously, they're, they have a bunch of draft capital there on the screen. Uh, I think they have a first round, a pick in every single round, including two in the sixth round. Uh, they're notable free agents. Carson Wentz, uh, Trey Turner plays guard, Ivan McCain, mm-hmm. Tyler Heineke. Uh, give me a six-pack of Heineken. Um, I think the Aaron Payne uh, is also a free agent, but he's he's not on this list for whatever reason. Because no, he got tagged. They tagged him oh, the minute okay. the minute you the minute they said you can start okay. tagging players, he was boom tagged. Thank you, yeah. Uh, I was like looking through the because I just built these graphics like a couple hours ago, and I was looking and, for his name. I'm like, I guess he got tagged or something. Um, but yeah, they have twelve Carson million dollars in cap space. Back. Yeah, so the notable friends. Uh, head coach Ron Rivera, Martin Mayhew is the GM, Jason Wright is the team president. So the Commanders, how should they approach free agency and the draft? As, as we are mentioning, we are keeping this just to football. We're not going to talk about their terrible owner. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. They, they, got, they have a lot going on, which is – they have a lot going on, which makes it hard to just focus on the football aspect of the team. But we're going to try our best to do so. Carson yeah. Wentz is not a notable free agent. Carson Wentz is a free agent. They cut him. He's gone. He's out of there. Yeah. Um, he's still a notable so, free, free agent. I mean, he's still going to be somebody so who's there what, on the open market. What, so what they have to do, obviously, is I think the first thing that they did was, all right, we addressed it. We we tagged Deron Payne. We are not going to allow him to, to walk for at least another year. Um, he had a career high in sacks. This past season, forgot how much it was, but he had a career high, and he kind of had to because Chase Young missed literally the whole season. Um, they have they've they've had quarterback issues for at least the last what would you say four, three maybe four years, years five I mean, years. Other, other than that season where Alex Smith was like incredible for that short period of time, and that, well, um, yeah, the, all right, so like you got the year that because he won comeback player of the year that year, and then he pretty much retired. So like they've. It's been a revolving door at Carousel. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick literally played his last season as a football player as as a Washington commander because um, the left tackle couldn't block, Charles Leno couldn't block, and basically because of Charles Leno, Ryan Fitzpatrick got his hip shattered, and that was the last we saw of Har- uh, of Harvard graduate Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
Um, he was very good. He was very good on TV. So he was very, yeah, he's very good. That NFL Network, you found the gem. Keep him. Um, now it's it was Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke's been there for the long run. Now you got Sam Howell, who played one good game against the Cowboys, and I understand why the. I, I work with a guy who's a um, Commanders fan, and he's yes. all he's he's all in. On, he, on he, he's he, he's all in on Sam Howell. He's on the Sam yeah. Howell. I'm, is, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm like, like, I'm like but so, I mean, if if you are a Commanders fan, you don't really have a choice. I mean, you either have no, to buy you don't. Into, you don't. Like, this so is the like, guy. like, they're not drafting early enough in this year's draft to draft one of those guys that you can get as a quarterback. Like, this is the, the guy only way. Have. The only way I see that happening is if you package that you package one of those bevy of front, bevy of edge rusher, one of those guys, whether it's Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, even though you just tagged him. You're not trading Chase Young. You're not. Uh, it doesn't. And, it doesn't make a lot of sense to try to make an area of your team stronger by making a, another area weaker. It just doesn't. Like but, it's not good roster construction. So, like the issue that we had, the issue that we run into is they make him. They the, the quarterback is the end all be all. I've never seen a, a, a team sport get called the ultimate team sport, but everything relies on just one player. Right, like it, like this is a team sport, but you 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 give credit to the quarterback when they win, when the team wins. You blame the quarterback when the team loses. Like I, that's just that's just me. But if you package that sixteenth overall pick, and in a pick swap, and you just throw in one of those edge rushers, and you try to get up to like, I don't know, Seattle at nine or whoever. I don't, I don't get, know if that be. I don't know if that'd be good enough. I don't know. Like, I really don't. Uh, me either. But according to Mel Kuyper, Anthony Richardson is projected ninth to Seattle, which uh, to me makes zero sense. Um, uh, I I I've seen him linked to the first overall pick. Who? Uh, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I, I yeah, saw no, a, mock, I, a mock draft of him as the first overall pick. Yeah, send me that mock because that person needs to be drug tested. That's not happening. <laughs> uh, it was like the. It was like the. The Colts trading off, and they end up with. Yeah, no. But, anyway, just... but, but anyways, yeah. For on the commander side of this, I mean, they do have some players they can cut if they want to create extra cap space. Obviously, they already cut Carson Wentz, so they created twenty six point two million dollars in cap space. Uh, Kendall Fuller, Chase Roller, Logan Thomas, who gets a five point three cap number. Uh, Cornelius Lucas and Bobby McCain. I guess they already cut these guys. Their major needs: quarterback, cornerback, safety, linebacker, and I guess edge. Uh, but I, I honestly think that their bigger needs, whoever, like this is from ProFootballNetwork.com, uh, outside of quarterback, I think their biggest need is their offensive line. It's just not good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think defensively they're fine. I'm, I, I would probably get another corner, maybe yeah, two they, corners. Because I mean, they swung on William Jackson the third, and that didn't really work out. Uh, they never really made any other notable moves that, like to really move the needle when it comes to the cornerback position. Um, so. So yeah, I offense yeah offensive line, quarterback, and again just keep this football related. A new name. I'm just playing. I, I don't mind the name. I really don't. It's it's it's, 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 growing. it's, it's growing on me a little bit. I, I hated it when it was first announced, <laughs> but it's uh, I've become to. I I don't know. I'd rather be called Commanders than football team. Like that's just me. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's the bar. That's a really low bar. Exactly. 
Like exactly. Can you imagine how? Like you were one of the people that's like they should have just kept the football team. Yeah, that was you. I, I remember. I, 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 would, I would. Yeah, at least the football team I, I liked a little bit. Like I was Why? like, okay, I, I don't know, dude. I just did. All right. Uh, we're looking at their roster. Yeah, they could definitely use some depth at cornerback. Uh, they definitely could use a legitimate quarterback. I think Sam Howell is going to be. I think you roll the dice with them because you don't really have a choice. Um, you don't have a choice. But I mean, Kendall Fuller. I mean, James, Benjamin Sanju. St. Jude, I, I think the one thing that we have to remember is just because you don't get one of those top four guys in this draft in, in, in the first round, it doesn't mean that other quarterbacks aren't available throughout the rest of the draft. Utah has a nice quarterback coming out, Cam Rice. I talk about him all the time. It was going to be nice. Right? And also, like, and just like everything else, just like the top four dudes, it depends on where you go. Right, Bryce Young is probably going to look a lot different, and he will look a lot better with the Colts than he would with the Texans. Am I right? Oh yeah, probably without a doubt. <laughs> without, no, I'm saying like he he like he will look a lot better playing with the Colts, throwing a Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce and whoever else with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield versus whatever the hell they got going on in Houston. Um, that's just that's just me being real. So yeah, if so, I'm yeah, if you're waiting for me to argue with you, it might be a while. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so, like, so like if I get a Cam Rising and I'm pairing Cam Rising out of Utah with Brian Robertson uh, Jr. in the backfield of and, and, and Scary Terry, Jahan Dawson, yeah, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, yeah, I, hey, yeah, I got I, I I got it. I got some stuff. If Sam Howell don't, you know, if, if he yeah. doesn't progress the way you want him to. Uh, obviously, like the bigger issue outside of that and what's going on off the field is the addition of Eric Bieniemy. So Eric Bieniemy can now say like, "Yo, this is my offense," and I think Ron Rivera is gonna help him, like, groom him to be potentially the next head coach of the Washington Commanders because. I can see I, I, I just think, like, I, I guess I talked to, like, my the guy, a co-worker, who's also a Commanders fan. Like, this would be, a, like, it felt like a lateral move, but, like, he never really yeah, got the... We talked about that. Never, talk about yeah, but he never really got the respect he deserved because he was always, like, this is Andy Reid's offense, and I know this is, like, you know, always part of Andy Reid's stuff. So now he gets a team that this is his team, it's his offense. Team, so this is his offense. So, he's going to so have like, to figure it out. I mean... When you asked, like when we talked about this, and I, I I brought up a point, I'm like, yo, do you know how many interviews he's had prior to this one, prior to getting this job? He has 15 interviews. There's 32 NFL teams. See, that means like he was just under half. He was one away from interviewing for half the league, and they they just moved the goalposts continuously for Eric Bieniemy. Like, oh, he he didn't call plays. Neither did Matt Nagy. Neither did Doug Peterson. Neither did anybody else who called themselves a coordinator in quotation marks because I don't have my camera on who like neither did those guys, but they got head coaching jobs, but you're going to stop the buck at him. Good luck. Let's talk talk top three priorities before we move on into the giants. Top three priorities. First of all, quarterback, Quarterback. offensive line, offensive line. And let's be real ownership. And we, note, were doing, we were doing, we were doing, we were doing so well. We were doing so it's, well. It's true, <laughs> but it's true. cool. It's cool. I like it. I like it. it, yeah, it Daniel, Snyder, Daniel Snyder's might, might go to prison. Um, no, 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 to your point, like it, it was brief. We didn't go into detail. We just said you just left it at ownership. 
Kudos. I love it. Uh, the New York Giants, offseason preview. There's their draft capital. They surprisingly have a ton of draft capital. They got an extra six-round pick from the Justin Field trade. Uh, they got mm-hmm. a three- or third-round pick for the Kadarius Tony trade. I'm not sure what, how contemporary picks are, are, are given out, so that's what they are. Um, yeah, composition, whatever. That's a uh, notable free agents, really big names there. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, John Feliciano, Tony Jefferson, Julie Love, Sterling Shepard. Hopefully his recovery is going well. They do have a lot of cast space, $46.8 million in cast space. I think it's fourth highest in the National Football League this year. Brian Dayball, uh, Joe Schoen, uh, John Mara, mm-hmm. Giants. How do they approach free agency and the NFL draft? Well, DJ? they they've kind of they've kind of addressed it. Um, one of the two players are going to get tagged if the other is signed. So, i.e., if they sign Daniel Jones, Saquon's getting tagged. If they sign Saquon, Jones is getting tagged. Vice versa. Um, me personally, I don't know in what world Daniel Jones is worth forty five million. Um, I, Man, I think- there is there 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 is. If I if I, I would be I would be walking I, I, I there's no way I'd give him that kind of money like I just I I, I think we, you, giant... you, you you talk about this all the time yes do it again you played again. one good season where you were like serviceable quarterback please do it again. and I I am so happy y'all are finally buying into that mindset like I love it <laughs> I, I it's just like god damn it took y'all a minute it really did because like y'all were all big on Darren Wilder I'm like no do it again you got you, you got the, the do wall. It. They're the wall yeah. waller. But so yeah, like <laughs> I legit think if they max out Daniel Jones and they get him 45 million, I legit think they might be more mad at that than they probably were with Deshaun Watson getting the deal that he got. Uh, yeah. I'm just like I, mean, I, I, I no, I'm, I'm sorry. Daniel Jones has had one season where he was remotely serviceable. He's about to get paid forty million dollars a year. I, I would if I'm the Giants, I'd be like, you know what? We'll just draft somebody. The hell with <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding, dude. Like, if you want to, if you want to take, if you want to take 25 million, 30 million, you want to be their quarterback for the next couple of seasons, we'll pay you. But I'm, I'm not giving you 45 million dollars for a guy who's played one good year, one. 40, like 40 to 45, and so again, wh- whoever gets signed, the other guy is getting tagged, and I'm signing Saquon Barkley. I'm sorry, I understand. The injury history is concerning. The durability is an issue. But when he is there and he's available, let's not. I'm not finna act like dude's not top five. I'm not finna do. I'm not finna sit here and do that. I'm not gonna sit here and act like Saquon Barkley can't turn a two yard run into an eighty yard touchdown. I'm not finna do that. And I trust Saquon Barkley a little more than Daniel Jones, man. The one thing I give Daniel Jones credit for is he he made it work with not the best receiving room. Like I understand Sterling Shepard is nice. He's not a number one. Neither is Darius Slayton. They cut I mean, Kenny Galladay. I mean those they, guys got they, hurt immediately. Like and, right, and they got hurt. They got hurt immediately. Evan Ingram. I know Evan Ingram's a Jaguar, but when Evan Ingram was there, he had concrete for hands and couldn't like inconsistent catching and whatnot. But Daniel Jones was, hey, I'm I made it work this year, and they got us into the playoffs. Like you can credit Brian Dayball all you want, but now Brian Dayball has to understand that all right, my schedule is going to be just a little bit harder this I mean, season. I mean, not not that much just, harder. I mean, it's just a little bit. Just, just, just a little bit. Depending on, like, it, it all 
obviously it depends on you know the out of conference out of conference the um yeah, yeah I, 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 I know I, I, I know what you mean but but yeah, like, so, like, like, your division's tough like like the NFC East can say hey we're the tough like we're the toughest division in football like you can you can make an argument I'm not their major team needs heading into free agency in the draft is the guard linebacker corner safety and then of course wide receiver <laughs> I would put wide receiver at the number one need uh I look at their roster right they now they're number, they're what 25 uh, yeah so Quentin, outside of those quarterbacks, Quentin Johnson is probably going to be like the hottest commodity in that first round because of his I, I prototype. Think, I think B. I think B. John Robinson is going to be really sought after too. But the way I see it is like I, if, if if I don't if I don't if I keep Saquon, I don't need B. John Robinson. One hundred percent, yeah. But I, you already know who I think B. John where I think B. John's going. You already know where I think he's going. He's going to Dallas because I don't think Dallas is going to pay Tony Pollard. I don't think so either. So, <laughs> and we'll get to that when we get to the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's like 20, I, I, you got to find a way to get up higher to get Quentin Johnson. Well, I, I, I mean, they could, I mean, I, they could essentially just wait, stay pat and not have to give up future draft assets. Really? You think and take, so? the, take, and take the kid from Tennessee or, you know, take some of those other wide receivers that will be available. This is a pretty deep wide receiver class. I don't necessarily think they have to trade up to try to do that. And I think the wide receivers like Isaiah Hodgins, who kind of really came on towards the end of the season last year, Ricky James was a solid player. Daniel Bellinger, who seems as a serviceable tight end. If, I, if I'm the Giants, I'm going to continue like to build him. up this long. I'm going to continue to build up this offensive line. I'm going to continue to build up in the trenches because uh, I think they have some really nice pieces on the on the offensive defensive line now. I mean, if they can continue to build this team up in the in, the, in that area and then like you know fix the wide receiver position either in free agency or through the draft later in their first couple of rounds, this is a giant team that could go from being really good to being decent to to really good in like not a long time. If they can get Daniel Jones on a good contract number, like I'm not paying him $45 million. If this guy wants 30, 45 I'm, I'm million, bro. 45, 40, I'll, 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 ta- I'll tag him for, before I give him that kind of money for real. Like I'll, I'll tag I'll, like, him three times in a row before I give him that kind of money. I mean, I'll tag you. If you can, if you can prove that you can play like this one more season, then yeah, you've earned, you've earned a, a long-term contract from the New York giants, but you've had one good season where you weren't benchable. I'm, I'm not paying for that. I'm just, not um and free agency of the draft yeah they need to they need to show up this offensive line still uh even though they have done some nice things with it it still needs you know the guard center positions are still kind of a mess and they kind of still need wide receiving help they do they just do they do i mean uh, again it's when you sign kenny galladay to the deal that you signed him to you did not expect it to come to an end the way that it did he caught one touchdown pass in three years and he just caught that this past season um, the last game of the season. <laughs> like, now, don't get me wrong. Like injuries play the big role into why he wasn't on that field, and it sucks. You paid. Man, the, I, I would love. I love to see him be a bear and see if he can revive his career there. Like it's like it sucks. Like it really does. I understand that, and but that's that's why it's a business, right? Like this is no longer a sport. Like the miniature pro, it's no longer a sport. This is your job. This is a business. And just like in the other job, if you don't produce, you get fired, right? Like if Davis, a TV producer, if his shows suck, they fire him. Yeah, 100%. I clean for a living. I, I clean for a living. If I'm not cleaning, I get fired. It, that's what happens. You don't You don't score touchdowns. You scored one touchdown in three years. You get cut. Spent a, a lot of time in the IR. Uh, let's talk about top three priorities when it comes to the Giants. Do it again. 
right? Do it like do it again. That's that's just that's just a personal one for me. Do it well, again. I, I, I think when you talk about actual priorities, I, I think you know. No, actually, no, 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 no. Actual priority. You, you got you, no actual priority. You gotta do this again. You, you like, gotta, well, Daniel Jones. They gotta figure out a decent number to get Daniel Jones to come back because <laughs> um, they're not gonna be able to draft a quarterback in this year's draft. And Bro, probably not and, get and, one in free agency. And if you give him a contract alone, you really gotta do this again. Excuse my language, but if they yeah. choose to pay, yeah. you really got to do it because now you have to validate why they gave you this bread. 100%. So, and then I think Saquon Barkley is somebody you got to come to a contract agreement with. And then my third priority, I think, is to get a good, good wide receiver, number one wide receiver for this team. Yes. From the New York football giants to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you can see their draft picks right there on the screen right there. Uh, they have a pick in almost every round, so they get pretty good. And then they have some notable free agency. Uh, free agents, Jason Peters, who probably might retire. Uh, Bobby Schultz's cousin, Dalton Schultz. Uh, Anthony Brown, Leighton Vander Esch, who has spent a lot of time on IR. Anthony Barr, Dante Fowler Jr. Uh, they have negative $7 million in cap space. Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones uh, is the GM and team president. Uh, I feel like Tony Pollard may have gotten already been franchise tag because he's not on their free agency list anymore. Uh, and then – how does the, the Cowboys approach free agency slash the draft? What do you think their top three priorities should be? Move off of Jerry Jones, but that's okay, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so um, I've, been build, I've been building a lot of these graphics. This is the first graphic where the GM and the team president were the same guy. Well, <laughs> he's he's the only one in that position, right? How many owners are also the GM I'm, in I'm, any sport? In any sport, think about it. I, I have no idea. I I, I mean. Yeah, I think he might be probably the only one. And he ain't going to fire himself. <laughs> Tony end. Pollard is still a free agent. He, I just didn't realize his contract was so low. Oh, uh, yeah. So Tony Pollard is another guy that I forgot to put on the list. Oh, Jesus. So, um, how should. Obviously, the issue that they have is regular season, you're great. You know, we can bank on you to win anywhere from 10 to what would you say, 13 games, 10 to 13 games a year. Yeah. yeah. Um. Tough again. Tough division. You regular season, you're fine. It's it's always the playoffs where you decide to to show your like your ugly traits. Your time management skills are terrible. Your defense gets your top right. Your top rated defense gets absolutely carved up. Granted, that was the San Francisco 49ers who were one of the best offenses in the league, but yeah. nonetheless. It was a cakewalk. They made it look easy. Then the last player, like then this decision making. We have one playoff game against the 49ers. That Prescott slides a lot earlier than or a lot later than he probably should have. He probably tried to be the hero, tried to pick up way too many more, way too many yards and one get up instead of just getting enough for the first down, sliding, clocking the, the ball right there. And then the next year, the last play of the last play of your season is Zeke playing center, getting this. <laughs> like, bro, we ain't forgot. <laughs> but is so you got a decision to make about Dak. You're paying Dak 40, 40 million. Has he been worth the contract that you gave him? Like, me personally, I don't think Jerry Jones ever really wanted to pay Dak because you don't you don't tell a dude that you sign that you the day of the like the, the, the press conference for the signing you don't tell him in front of reporters in front of the media that i overpaid you you don't <laughs> do that bro like like you don't do that my 
Jerry Jones is the literally why the Cowboys are the way that they are. Because he's so like he's so smart, he's stupid. Well, actually, his his only base, his bass seller is only actually about eleven million dollars for this upcoming season. Actually, so it's actually not that bad. But nonetheless, he's so Jerry Jones is so smart, he's stupid. He's his own worst enemy, and he can't even realize that. Right? Uh, he wants uh, he's surrounded by a bunch of yes men, which. I understand those are his kids, but they're yes men. They're not going to tell. I mean, I mean, I mean that, that's why that's how Mike like McCarthy got this job to begin with for real. Yeah, oh, it's like that. How you feel about it? Well, he was cool. We're going to make him the coach. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, like the curse of Jet. Like I legit think the Cowboys are not going to win anything. Super Bowl, get back to a conference title. Not going to do anything until Jerry Jones one does right by Jimmy Johnson. And gets out of his own way. I totally agree with you on that. Um, so talk about free agency. I mean, they still have some needs here. Uh, their major <laughs> needs are wide receiver, guard, running back, corner, and then linebacker, especially if Leighton Vendoresh walks, which I'm pretty sure he's going to. Um, but they don't have any cap space to really try to facilitate that. Um, what are their what are their what should their top three priorities be when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys? Um, figure out the running back spot because if you cut Zeke and you let Tony Pollard walk, you don't have a running back. You don't have don't have anything like that. Reconfigure this offensive line because, again, that's that's what really made you the Dallas Cowboys. I I I can't stand the fact that they're like, oh Zeke Elliott's washed. I'm like, do y'all do y'all know how many times Zeke carried the ball those first four years of his career? A billion. Like, like I'm like, and y'all wonder why his not like everything is you know down for him now. They ran him into the ground. Like Zeke's only 27 years old. 27. That's two years younger than me. Come the fifth, <laughs> right? So I so like David, get your calculator ready, right? He's had uh, over the course of his career, he's had 18, 320, over eighteen hundred carries. Just take the first four years of his career: three twenty-two, two forty-two, because that was when he got suspended; three oh four, three oh one. Why is Zeke so slow? Eighteen hundred carries later, you be slow too. I mean, it's basically 1,900 carries. But, yeah, I think they, they for sure need to shore up this uh, this running back situation. And Zeke Elliott, I mean, if they're not going to let Tony Pollard, if they're not going to sign him, then they let him walk. Um, yeah, the offensive line is still an issue. Tyler Smith had an actually pretty solid rookie season after I was pretty critical of drafting him when they did. Um, mm-hmm. He was pretty good this season um, at the left tackle position. Um, they could bring Jason Peters back. And this is a team that's on defense outside of, like, their front, their front seven on defense as good as it gets. Like, Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and that's Jonathan Hankins if they resign him. That's as good as you can get. I think they still need to show up the secondary outside of Trayvon Diggs. I uh, like to see have somebody who's a little bit more of a less of a ball hawking corner, a little more of a coverage guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's the kind of areas I would I would figure out what you're doing at running back. I would try to rebuild this offensive line a little bit, and then I would work on the secondary. So I would definitely, I would definitely work on my secondary. Um yeah, outside of because outside of the front seven on their defense at least much to be desired. That's just I'm, I'm being nice with that. Um, yeah, Dalton Schultz. I I don't think excuse me. I don't think anybody that you draft at tight end is going to be better than what Dalton Schultz gives you production wise. And, and 
he's literally one of the few uh, few players that Dalton, uh, that Dak Prescott has rapport with. And he's a really good blocking tight end. Like he's an underrated blocker too. Uh, Bobby Schultz is cousin Dalton Schultz is a very good NFL tight end. <laughs> he really is. Like he's a very good tight end. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't let him walk. Um, but yeah, those are my those are our priorities for the Dallas Cowboys. To the final team in the NFC East and the f- team that ended up pre- representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, Philadelphia Eagles, who have two first round picks. They got a second, a third, a seventh, and a seventh. Uh, they traded away their fourth and their fifth round picks. Um, they have a billion free agents. I couldn't even fit them all on the screen here. Um, but, yeah, this is just a small taste of the free agents that they're going to be dealing with. Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury, TJ Edwards, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Miles Sanders, Andre Dillard. Like, they're going to have $5 million, $5 million in cap space. Their head coach is Nick Sirianni, Howie Roseman, probably the best GM in football. And uh, Dom Smolensky is the team president. How did the Eagles approach the draft and free agency? knowing that they have to deal with all of these friends that were legitimate contributors on a team that went was as close to winning a Super Bowl as you could get without actually winning it. Uh, I, honestly, I, I think that the one thing that they probably learned is running it back doesn't always work at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, also, you're not going to be able to bring everybody back. So, yeah, you're going to sure you're gonna have to have those uncomfortable conversations with the Fletcher Cox of the world. Uh, hey, bro, thank you for your service. But we're going to move forward with Jordan Davis as DT number one, right? Uh, yeah, James- I, 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 think, I don't think you could let Javon Hargrave go. Like, I think you got to lock him up. Well, I'm pretty sure if I was the Bears and I had my top two targets at DT being Deron Payne, unless he gets tagged, which happened. So, all right, Javon Hargrave, you're next up. So, again, you gotta make some like you gotta make some decisions, right? Javon like Robert Quinn is probably gone. Yeah, Brad, no way. Bradbury's probably gone. Jason Kelsey is talking about retirement. Also, shout out to Jason Kelsey. Him and his wife just welcomed another baby girl to the family. Congratulations. Love, love to see it. Love it. Love to see March, it. March March birthdays are just the best. No, this was like uh what, what was it? A week oh, ago? Oh. So it's like the end of February. Oh. Still okay. It's still Pisces, still, so it's fine. Still. Right, right. It's still Pisces season. We run yeah, the world. Yeah, um, yeah let's go. <laughs> Miles Sanders, probably gone. CJ Gard, uh, yeah, uh, Gardner Johnson, franchise tagged. I'm sure at some point. I imagine. I, I don't think they're gonna let him go. I, I think they, 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 Brad Barry. Same. I think they're gonna resign those two guys. I think. I think Javon Hargrave. And CJ Gardner Johnson and James Bradbury will get resigned. They're also going to lose Kaiser White, who's also a free agent. Uh, Linvale Joseph. Like, I didn't have room on the graphic to put all these names. Like, Dominic and Sue, another guy who's going to be a free agent. Uh, Brand, uh, Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. He's on the list. No, I'm saying, like, do, like, do they sign him or, does he, or is he gone? I, I, I think he's one of those other guys that, like, you know, thank you for your service. You've been here a long time. You've, you've kind of rode the wave. You've been to Philadelphia Eagle, but we just can't afford to keep you. Now, Andre Dillard has kind of fallen out of favor there at the tackle positions. I think you let him walk too. Um, but I think you, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, I think you address wide running back in the draft. You let Miles Sanders walk. So okay, I I, I can't I can't find a way to what you call it to um, like knock that logic, knock that argument. Um, now also, it just makes too much sense. Like it it just does. Like yeah. that's like like that's the thing with with uh, Super Bowl caliber teams. Like you get poached 
right? They lost they lost both coordinators. They, they lost the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator. Which I'm not even gonna get how like they the Cardinals interviewed with their defensive coordinator Monday, Monday morning. They offered him the job Monday afternoon. Yeah, after a what was one of the worst one of the one of the worst performances defensively in the Super Bowl. A black coordinator could never. But yeah, that's just, that's neither here nor there. Um if I'm the Eagles, how do I do this? How like how do I do this? Like it's uh, how, how do you I do it? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you gotta. There's gotta be. I mean, you gotta have some difficult conversations with players that have been pieces of stuff that's already won a Super Bowl. Like Brandon Graham, like he, he was a big piece of the team that went, went to this Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl a few years ago. Same thing with Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox. I mean, that's a guy who was here, um, won a Super Bowl, was on Fletcher the Super Bowl Cox, team. Fletcher Cox has been there for, like through everything, good, bad. I mean, he's not even that. He's not even. He's not even that old, man. He's like like just pushing thirty. He just seems like he's been there forever. <laughs> like he's but 32 at, like he just turned 32 in december but like he's not even same, old but at the same time you got this young dude in jordan davis who hey he gotta see the field right and he, it's kind of hard for him to see the field with fletcher cox there with javon hargrave there yep lovell joseph were all there Those so guys. it's like it, and like, let's not act like this dude wasn't a first round pick. Jordan Davis was a high for, and you have another top ten overall pick who yeah. is gonna probably gonna be a starter. I don't know who, I don't know where. He, like just well, if Jason I mean, Kelsey retires. If Jason, then you get whoever the top I, ten. I, I, think, I, I think you can take that that guy at thirty because they have the benefit of having two first round picks. Like the fact that the team that went to the Super Bowl has two first round picks is just mind blowing to me. Like the fact that the Saints just gave up a first round pick last season for like literally, you know, basically nothing. Like, I, well, I, I, I understand. I, I still don't understand what was the logic behind that. Like what? I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. They wanted. They wanted. Uh, Whatever they wanted at the time, I can't even remember now what, what, how that even worked out. But I mean, they they could you know take a a corner or something, a, a defensive tackle or defensive end at, at ten, and then swing around and fill whatever hole they can. Because this is a team that instead of you know most teams just draft the best player available, but when you're as good as the Philadelphia Eagles are, you need just to fill holes in your roster. Like you take whoever makes sense on your team. Because if they somehow with with, with this new news about Jalen Carter, if they somehow. If he somehow drops to ten and he's there on the board, you can't say no to that. You I, care to. I, I, I'm not sure what his. What we, I don't really want to get into that today, but like, I don't know what his draft stock's going to end up. I just, I, I just think that's a bunch of. I just think that how how it's happening is just absolute. I, 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 I think I think the fine the, the timing is awfully convenient, that's, but that's great, right? Isn't it like the timing is just. So perfect, but I do think it is eye like eyebrow raising that you know you, you just won a national championship and you're racing. If that is the case, if that ends up being allegedly right, like we don't, yeah. I mean, you're innocent to proven guilty, like at least not in the court of law, maybe not so much in public opinion. But um, we'll see what ends up <laughs> happening with that. But yeah, if he ends up falling to 10, yeah, that'd be a steal. Uh, I mean, if he ends up even falling further and they get him at 30, I mean, I don't really know what this is going to do to his draft stock. I haven't looked in to see what the experts are saying. Um, but I can't imagine he's going to still be like a top five pick. I can't imagine him not fo- not going in the top five. I, I just I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess it depends on what the character evaluations because it's only a misdemeanor. So, I mean, sure, it looks really bad, but legally, it's not the. I mean, it's not. I, I don't know. I, 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 it makes me uncomfortable if, like even talking about it really. So, <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, the Eagles. Uh, let's talk top three priorities. How should their what should their priorities be this offseason? Um, restock, reload. That's one. Jalen Hurts, do it again. You're an you are an MVP candidate. I don't know too many MVP candidates who are only MVPs candidates for one season. So yeah, you gotta do it again. Um, and well, I can think of one. And yeah, he ended up losing the Super Bowl. And never was in the MVP conversation again. You talking about Cam? No, no, I'm talking about Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman was never an MVP candidate. He, he, he for sure, he for sure was. People were talking about him as an MVP candidate, like during that season. They went when to no one was, at, no one had at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the year when he was, he was tearing it up like the first time. Like, no one was even talking weeks. about, no one was even talking about Rex Grossman, dude. Like it was the defense, Thomas Jones and Devin Hester. Oh, That's oh, Thomas, it. I, I love me some Thomas Jones. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I wanted to get some sexy Rexy in the get some sexy Rexy in the show. Over in the show in the show. I'm done. Um, I'm sorry, but yeah, that's been uh, that's been our NFC NFC East uh, preview there. All right, I never changed the graphic. Oh, how embarrassing! I'll just leave it on here. Um, Yeah, that's been our NFC East uh, offseason preview. can you check it out the rest of our uh, rest of our season previews? Uh, so we've gone through almost every single team now outside of the AFC East, and we're going to be banging that out next week. Uh, so keep up, keep up an eye for that content. I'm David Huffman right there. It's Mr. TJ Hopkins, my co-host, and who has a birthday on Sunday. So happy early birthday to Mr. Hopkins and TJ. Thank you. What do we do? What do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, and don't you ever say no di- no blasphemous statement like that ever again. Like, I'm, oh, I love, come on, who doesn't love a little sexy Rexy in their life, dude? Chicago, that's who. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back here. You have a good weekend. I will see you on Monday when we break down the XFL week number three. I'll see you, man. Peace, brother.